Hello everyone and welcome back to another odd and macabre episode of Vamp Jen's Corner, an extension of my official blog site of the same name which you can visit at jenvasquez.com. I'm your host, Vamp Jennifer, or Jen, whatever suits your fancy. It's that most wonderful time of year when the weather gets chilly, colorful lights adorn homes, Christmas trees go up, carols play on the radio, and the smell of cinnamon practically permeates the air. And let's not forget the holidays are synonymous with gift giving. Even a dark soul like myself enjoys the season. But having said that, my macabre factor does not tone down. I like to compare myself to Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas, who had an appreciation for the holiday, but also injected it with his Halloween spirit. He proves that us morbid folk can strike a nice balance between Christmas cheer and ghostly booze. So what do you buy someone who basks in the darker side of life? Well, if you're like me and a huge procrastinator when it comes to holiday shopping and are freaking out because we're now in December, I'm here to help. To get you started, I'm going to share gift ideas that would be appreciated by many a spooky soul and that will work with any budget. I am going to be suggesting several businesses, but nothing I'm sharing is being sponsored, nor am I being paid or compensated in any way to mention them or by linking to them. These are shops I have either bought things from or I think they have really neat products to offer. As always, I'll include links in the show notes to where you can find the blog post version of this episode and any relevant links to the content discussed. Why not start off with something really bizarre and unusual? Taxidermy. For those unfamiliar with taxidermy, it's the act of preserving a deceased animal's body through methods of stuffing and mounting. Let me make it clear that I am not talking about animal carcasses attained through hunting, which I do not support. All taxidermy I have come across is ethically sourced and no harm has come to the creatures in order to obtain them. They have died of natural causes. So when you shop for taxidermy, um, keep that in mind and ask to make sure that they've been ethically sourced. Uh, Taxidermy ranges in price from under $100 to thousands of dollars. I got a bat for $50 when I went to a Los Angeles horror convention called Scare My love for bats is largely due to my love for vampires, and when I initially purchased it, this fantastic wet specimen was set in a snow globe swimming in a solution that preserved its form. Again, this was an ethically sourced piece. Unfortunately, the snow globe must have had an opening somewhere because the liquid eventually leaked out completely. So now I have a dry bat and I'm still trying to decide on a place to take it so I can get it reset in maybe a frame. But I digress. If you know someone who has an appreciation for taxidermy, I suggest checking local oddity shops in your area for these types of memorabilia. Also, if you're familiar with Ryan Matthew Cohn of the Oddities TV series, he's the founder of the Oddities Flea Market. The event has resumed tours across the U.S. and was actually just in Los Angeles this past October, and it'll be back in New York City this December 4th. 
I suggest attending in person if you're in the area. I've been to a couple of their flea markets and the vendors and bazaar wares that are showcased are truly astounding. During lockdown, he and his wife, Regina Marie Cohn, were hosting weekly live auctions on Instagram where they showcased taxidermy and other rare finds, which they may still be doing. The auction is for serious buyers and I believe only open to people in the US. So I recommend following them on Instagram for more details. Anyone who's been following my blog for a while knows that I love attending dark art shows. If you know an art lover, a painting can make a nice present. Plus, you don't have to have a fine art collector's bank account to purchase these types of items. Many exhibits I've gone to have prints available of artists' work. I've usually paid around $20 to $50 for the ones I've acquired and they're beautiful. If you're unsure that the person you're shopping for has a favorite artist, a few I suggest are Menton 3, Megan Magpie Rogers, Rick D'Enzo Blanco, D.W. Frydendahl, Maymeadow, Mothmeister, Shane Isaacowski, Chet Tsar, Wendy Gatsik, and Joseph Vargo, to name just a few because I literally could go on and on naming people. And actually, that may be a good podcast episode for me to do where I talk a bit about dark art that I've discovered. But anyway, for more ideas, you can also search the dark art tag on my blog to check out other artists I've covered. And for those of you listening, um, on another side note, I'm not sure if I've talked about the dark art wall that has been in the works for quite some time in my home, but I have so many prints that I've been wanting to feature, and I'm happy to say that it's coming together and almost done, finally. So I'm thinking maybe within the next month or two, I'll be able to show off my mini at-home dark art gallery. I'm not able to afford originals, so all the pieces I own are prints, but a family member volunteered to custom make frames for several of them, and they look amazing in the frames, very high quality, so dark art prints can definitely be such a unique and fun gift. Now, for bibliophiles and movie lovers, let's talk horror book and film collections. You can't go wrong with gifting a classic horror novel or movie, and there are so many collections out there that it makes it a convenient option when you're running low on time, funds, and choices. If you have a Barnes & Noble near you, um, they sell huge volumes filled with scary tales. The bargain section usually has compilations of works by Edgar Allan Poe, Stephen King, and other horror authors for low prices. I found one bargain book there that is filled with gothic horror short stories, and I think it was around $10. Also, consider supporting small businesses and purchasing from an independent bookstore. Um, there's one that's local to me called The Last Bookstore here in Los Angeles, California. If you need title suggestions, I'll provide links to my blog post, Top 10 Must Read Dark Books, plus a list I compiled of Top 10 Halloween Books that was featured on Creepy Kingdom last Halloween. Concerning cinema, I've found horror film collections from a variety of retailers. A simple search on the internet will no doubt turn up a plethora of results, so you can order from whichever shop you prefer. Um, I have written a couple of film lists on my blog that round up movies goths might love, so I'll link those in the description too for uh, more inspo. 
What if you're shopping for the fashionista in your life? Alternative apparel options are abundant for everyone. Um, online shops such as Ipso Facto, Heavy Red, Lip Service, Killstar, and Black Craft Cult cater to the goth and alternative scenes, offering tops, coats and capes, shoes and accessories. I've bought beautifully handcrafted jewelry from small businesses such as La Quinoir and Re Beauty Creations. For ornate occult fashion, definitely peruse the goods of Missy Munster's MM Fabrications. We mustn't overlook how face masks are in addition to everyone's wardrobe, making them another great gift idea. In these times, it's important to be safe and cover up, and so many fun spooky options have become available. There are masks adorned with skulls, ghosts, esoteric symbols, Victorian patterns, and more. Last year, I was uh, gifted a few from Vamp Fangs, a shop in Salem, Massachusetts. These styles are fantastic and macabre. If you go to their website, you can even see me, yours truly, modeling the embroidered sacred rose mask. I'll be uh, providing a link to uh, their full collection. I also own an awesome long sleeve tee featuring a quote from Bram Stoker's Dracula that I got from the Witchery Art Store. Apparel on that site is organized by themes, which include gothic horror authors, witches, pagan and magic, vices, magica sexualis, and introverts and solitude. And items are available as t-shirts, long sleeve tees, and hoodies. Also, I suggest exploring the site while you're on there because the person that runs it, Todd Atbury, has an interesting blog where he covers all sorts of macabre topics and tales. And I want to mention Aurelio Voltaire, who's widely known for his dark cabaret music, but is also a fantastic artist and home decor DIYer. Um, I don't know how I could have left him out of the original blog post version. He has a store on industry8.com where he sells all sorts of pieces that feature his original designs. He offers face masks, these really cool gothic Christmas stockings that he just added, candles, and other home decor products. So although he doesn't specialize in fashion, I thought I should bring him up here since he offers a variety of spooky goodies. Moving on, for the friend or family member who loves to host dinner parties or cook, there are some delightful options. Miss Havisham's Curiosities specializes in china and dinnerware with a motto that declares, tea without sympathy. Her teacups and plates are adorned with phrases that carry biting sarcasm. Some of my favorites are, and pardon the expletives, kindly fuck off, I hope you choke, and dead inside. <laughs> Not sets for anyone lacking in a sense of humor, that's for sure. I know I talked about these next books in the last episode, but for anyone who didn't tune into that one, foodies and Tim Burton fans will enjoy The Nightmare Before Dinner Cookbook. Zach Neal, the man behind the Halloween-inspired Beetle House Bar, released the book, which contains recipes from the restaurant's menu. Uh, last episode, I also mentioned The Necronomnomnom by Mike Slater, which is a cookbook inspired by the horror fiction of H.P. Lovecraft. 
Now, I don't know about you, but for me, no dinner is complete without a glass of wine. And if you know someone who is a total weenophile and loves vampires, then you'll want to have a look at Vampire Vineyards. This brand offers a selection inspired by Dracula and True Blood. You can shop online, although I'm not sure if they deliver internationally. If you're curious to learn more about the wine before you buy, I did a review a couple months back of a few of their varietals, which included a mix of red, white, and sparkling wines. And I have to say, I enjoyed most of what I tasted. If the person you're shopping for enjoys crafting their own adult beverages, I recommend Witchcraft Cocktails by Julia Helena Haddis. The book includes 70 recipes that show you how to incorporate magic into your drinks with herbs. It's quite informative and adds a spiritual element to cocktail making and shaking. Speaking of magic, let's talk about the occult and witchcraft. Those spiritually inclined will appreciate sacred items such as crystals, candles, incense, divination tools, or ritual supplies. Depending on where you live in the world, there may be a metaphysical shop located close to you where you can find these types of products. I also recommend listening to the last episode I did on magical self-care, episode 10, because I mentioned a few small businesses you can shop from. In the past, some unique rare items I've gifted to close friends have included healing spray oils, an intention candle, and blessed jewelry. And I felt really good giving these items because some of my friends were dealing with anxiety or intense stress, and these pieces acted as a tool to kind of bring more positivity to them. And who wouldn't want to be gifted with some positive energy? Alright, so I love The Nightmare Before Christmas, so I had to give it its own gift category and it's rounding off this list. It just makes sense to include the cult classic that unofficially united Halloween and Christmas in a way that audiences hadn't seen before. As soon as autumn descends, stores are stocked with a variety of merchandise and memorabilia inspired by the movie. But there are also retailers that carry Nightmare Before Christmas items year-round. I mean, you can find Jack Skellington, Sally, and other characters on luggage, apparel, coffee mugs, decor, and much more. Special editions of the movie and soundtrack have been released over the years. I own the soundtrack on vinyl, which makes for a nice collector's item. Retailers such as Hot Topic provide many options, but a search on Etsy will also provide a slew of small business owners crafting their own unique merch. And because their goods are most likely not mass produced, you have a better chance of scoring a one-of-a-kind keepsake for that special someone. My sister recently got me shirts with images of Jack and Sally, and for my birthday this past October, my parents got me a super cute tumbler with Jack Skellington faces covering it. I never get tired of receiving Nightmare Before Christmas themed gifts, and I think that's why for my family, I'm a pretty easy person to shop for. Okay, so since I knew the topic for this episode was going to be about macabre gift ideas, I wanted to get more feedback and opinions, so I posted a question in my Instagram stories asking people, what are some favorite spooky gifts you've received or would like to receive? I got some interesting answers and thought it would be fun to share them here because I feel they'll provide even more helpful suggestions. I'm just going to read off the list, so here we go. 
Okay, one person responded with filigree carved bones, which I looked up and I noticed uh, many vendors sell jewelry pieces made out of these. Uh, someone else said taxidermy bats, and of course, this made me think of the one I own. Um, another individual had a few different answers, and I know this person, and they love horror. Uh, so they answered with an autographed Tim Curry picture dressed as Pennywise, an antique rotary princess phone, haunted dolls, Charlie dummy, and an Amazon shrunken head. Someone else uh, responded, and I'm going to quote them word for word. Honestly, if it's anything spooky, I will like it and will like to receive such items, end quote. And I am right there with this person because um, if, if I'm gifted anything that's just a macabre and dark, um, I'm going to appreciate it. Um, someone else said Northwood Supply Ouija and Planchet Sign. I wasn't familiar with this vendor, so I looked it up and uh, this business is run by a husband and wife who handcraft all sorts of decor pieces. And their products look very well made, so look them up. Uh, again, it's Northwood Supply um, if you want to get something that's very unique and custom made for someone. Someone else said, and again I'm going to quote them exactly, my favorite is an actual alligator paw back scratcher from Louisiana, end quote. Uh, so when I read that, I was like, what? Um, alligator paw back scratcher. Yeah, I've, I'd never heard of something like that. So very unique. Um, someone else responded with Ouija board. And from their response, it sounded as if they were gifted this in the past. And the freaky part was they also added conjured evil spirit that I believe started a fire that burned down my house. So yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Um, definitely, yeah, you have to kind of proceed with caution with uh, with Ouija boards. But um, yeah, very. I thought that was really enticing. Um, someone else said novelties like Funkos and horror memorabilia. Um, and another person commented props from famous horror movies would be cool. Um, so definitely lots of like souvenir type of ideas for horror fans. Um, someone else said old-fashioned apothecary bottles with faded labels, Eye of Newt uh, and Flying Ointment, which um, I love apothecary bottles. Um, I have a couple and they're, they're not authentic. I got mine last Halloween season at Michael's, but they look really neat. And one says Raven's Brew for a long-lasting deep sleep. And the other says Crushed Wings, fine mix of bat wings, eyeballs, and saliva. Um, I also found an apothecary jar from Michael's as well that reads bat bite blood full moon brood witch tested so apothecary bottles are definitely wonderful for anyone who loves an antique victorian vibe um, and then lastly someone else responded with was it meant to be spooky but ruby necklace which belonged to a deceased lady from my mom so i thought that sounded very beautiful and very victorian so those were responses I got from my social media questionnaire, and I hope maybe that it sparked some more inspiration. Uh, if you're in Southern California, or will be between December 17th and 19th, Midsummer Scream is having a special three-day weekend horror convention called Season Screamings. Not only can you shop for more than 200 vendors and get some items checked off your holiday list, but there will also be discussion panels, such as an interview with Zach Gallagher 
Dragon from Gremlins talks about the history of Christmas ghost stories and a ton more. And hey, a ticket to this event could even make a great early Christmas present for the horror lover in your life. They start at $30 or you could gift someone the weekend VIP pass. As of now, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it. I would love to go because I love attending Midsummer Scream events. Um, so I'll, I'll see. If I do, you can bet I'll be writing about it over on my blog. And on that note, there you have it. Spooky gift ideas to hopefully lessen the stress of holiday shopping. Keep in mind, however, that this list can also come in handy for birthdays and other special occasions. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Vamp Jen's Corner. I hope you enjoyed it. I do want to mention that this was the last episode I had planned for season two and for 2021. It's crazy to hear myself say that. Uh, I talked about my podcast scheduling when I kicked off this season back in episode eight. But just as a reminder, after this, I'm not going to divide the show into seasons, mainly because I'm going to be releasing new episodes kind of irregularly. I started off season one with creating new episodes bi-weekly, but that got difficult to keep up with because I'm also trying to keep my blog updated with fresh content. So I'll still be coming out with new episodes, but at random times throughout the year, still on Wednesdays though. Funnily enough, I had three topics that I could very possibly make episodes out of as early as January. I didn't plan to do any recording so soon, but there are some special dates coming up and so I might be recording those. Ever since launching the podcast this past March, I've really enjoyed having another way of sharing my content with more people through this platform. And I hope as I learn more about podcasting to enhance your listener experience, like doing interviews, I'd like to eventually be able to have guests on from time to time. So we'll see. I'm still learning and exploring. Again, you can visit my official website at jenvasquez.com where you'll find my latest content and what I've been up to. I've set up a donations page on there where you can contribute any dollar amount if you'd like to support my work. There's also a link in the show notes that you can click on to donate. Funds will go to things like web hosting, equipment, upgrades, and other costs related to producing my content. Any contribution is greatly appreciated. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GenVOfficial. I wish you all a safe and fun holiday season. And if you don't celebrate the holidays, I wish you a joyous December. To all my fellow spooky souls out there, Merry Gothmas, Merry Creepmas, and Merry Vampmas. Have a happy new year. And thanks for joining me for the first year of the Vamp Gents Corner podcast. Until next time, stay autumn macabre.